Hey everybody, it's Jen the Builder and Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator and we are continuing Communication 101. And I think our first one went well, got good feedback. Thank you to those who reached out to me. I don't know if anyone reached out to you, Corey, but today we are talking about talking. And we're not talking about the kind of communication in a business setting or giving a speech or anything like that. We are just simply talking. About talking. Yes. And as a musician, I was thinking, what songs are out there that have the word talk in it? Mm. Off the top of my head, there's a, oh, talk to me like lovers do. Mm -hmm. And then there is a, everybody talks, everybody talks. And then there's this really famous band called the Talking Heads. That's know, right. I, I that remember. Counts. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of them. I mean, I'm sure everyone is thinking of the talk songs right now. So please let us know what talking songs there are. Absolutely. What is the purpose of people talking to one another? What's the objective? Lately? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's to hear themselves talk. Right. And, and people seem to be getting off on that. They love to hear themselves say a bunch of stuff, whether it makes sense or not. Um, but talking was originated. And, well, it wasn't the first form of communication. And you know this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the first form of communication was uh, pretty much sign language, hand gestures. And that's how the people spoke to one another, especially mm. when they were traveling from one coast to another or one large body of land to another large body of land and you ran into some people that don't speak what you speak, they begin to gesture to one another in order to communicate. But then the art of talking came about and that was to communicate and it was to pretty much get your point across. And whether people know this or not, the form of drawing or writing was actually not supposed to be. As a matter of fact, if you wrote certain things down in the dirt, um, most natives would, would erase it out because it was a, a form of, not, it wasn't okay. It wasn't a good thing. Wow, that's a whole lot of history about talking. Sorry about that. No, 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 <laughs> that's good stuff. I think for me and my my point of view, when I'm talking to someone, not only is it to get my point across, but it's really about connecting wanting to hear your thoughts, wanting to hear mine and just seeing maybe what we have in common, what we don't agree with. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's conversation. It's important. So we are going to discuss things like small talk, right? What's the importance of small talk? Okay. Um, We're not going to talk about listening today. And then this thing that someone we know, who we worked with for quite a while, pride took a lot of pride in saying, I've got the gift of gab. Mm. And so we're more to come on that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't it's it's a it's a very strange thing when someone thinks they have a have the gift of gab, but they really don't. They just like to hear themselves talk. So that's a very odd situation to be in. Exactly. And then I think we're going to wrap it up with just the difference in talking to someone face to face and then the way we've gotten accustomed to talking, whether it be on the phone or in front of a camera. 
Well, yeah, that's what my um, question to you, and this is your would you rather. Would you rather talk ah. face to face or would you rather talk on the phone? Face to face. Face to face, skin to skin. Face to face, skin to skin. Well, with certain people, skin to skin. Right. Um, but yes. What about you? Um, yeah, I'd have to agree with you on the the face to face. I would rather see facial expressions, body language, and especially the eyes. The eyes tell mm. everything. And sometimes people just can't help if they're annoyed, they roll their eyes. If they're um really into what you're saying, their eyes kind of flutter and light up. If they're sleepy they're you see your, their eyes closing and you're like okay i'm in this conversation because you're obviously sleepy right now and i want you to hear the story right so yeah the face-to-face thing always works better for me same and i think there's a difference when you're you know on the video on the camera um because i can be looking in my screen and not really looking at you although you might think i am because i'm you know, behind the camera. Facing you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyhow, I, I prefer camera, you know, to not having any kind of visual. And I just, and I, I don't know, I speak with my hands. I speak with my face. I've said this before. I don't have a poker face, so I'm easy to read. True. Very easy to read, which is a blessing and, and a curse. not sometimes. Yeah, it's like. Did I really just do that? Yeah. You know? Anyways, when we come back, we're going to talk about small talk. Sure. All right. We'll be back. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Elevate. All right. Let's talk about small talk. And I'm trying to remember that we're not really talking about business stuff. Right, but small talk usually happens when you one don't have a lot of time to talk to someone or you don't know someone. So you're trying to have that conversation to build rapport or trust or just be able to start some kind of connection. True. But I'd like to take it just a little bit deeper and go a little bit more granular with this because and let me tell you why, Jen. So many times, especially in a um, friendship or a relationship uh, like son, mother, daughter, uh, wife, husband type of relationship. Some So many times we get used to doing the normal things. I remember a time when we were not such on good terms. We would wake up, get out of the bed, go to the bathroom mm. or walk out of the room. We wouldn't say good morning to one another. We wouldn't um, communicate what we're going to do is just we're off in our day. And so we learned that the way you wake up is typically how your day is going to get off to a, either a good start or a bad start. And the communication is key to say, good morning. How did you sleep? Uh, and I learned this early in the relationship. I'm very um, perceptive on how Jen wakes up. She, <laughs> Jen can have some bad dreams and take it out on you. And so you got, Okay, pause. Okay. Because I don't know if anyone out there understands. Sometimes when I have a dream and it's so real, and it's weird because I'm dreaming, I know it's a dream, but I still wake up very affected by the dream, especially when it has to do with you 
and doing things that you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and then I wake up <laughs> next to you and you poor thing are just looking at me smiling saying, good morning. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, this is true in the past. But now when when I know you're waking up like that, I'm like, Mm-mm. what's wrong? What's going on? I, I heard some rumbling and grumbling in your dream. So it's everything okay. And sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. I was just, you know, dreaming about this. And then other times it's like, hmm, uh, yeah, I'll be all right. And I'm like, okay, let me just back off for a little while and let this calm down. Because if I'm woke and I haven't done anything wrong, I don't feel guilty. So I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. Okay, so you're you're bringing up the context of small tech talk in that sense i get it um i think another way we've used it too is to prelude a conversation that we know needs to take place true so you it's used to get a feel for the room if you will yeah let's see how she's gonna respond and i know you do that with me a lot yeah if i'm preoccupied or if i'm frustrated at a situation you get a feel for it and then you're like okay you know, and then now's not the good time. Yeah, yeah. Or oh man, she's in a great mood. I might drop this on her right now. Right. So that's very smart small talk. Um, how do you normally small talk, Corey, with someone you don't know? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Well, that, that was a short episode for today's I, podcast. I try to not small talk because then it's gonna. I'm well. I feel like I'm gonna come off fake. And so I just, I mean, if I'm asking how you are, I really want to know how you are. Right. And I'm waiting to hear a response. And if, if you give me the response, then I'll move on from there. But I usually end it right there. Right. I, I don't usually try to, oh, so what do you like to do? Or, what are you you know, none of that stuff. And, and it's just a thing about, especially being a musician, because you meet people in the world of entertainment and if you don't know stuff about them, you're just waiting to learn. Because if you ask too many questions, you put people off quickly. And especially if you're like in a studio setting, mm-hmm. most of the time people are like, please just be quiet and let me work. I get you. But I think in our business, you and I as Genco, I think you count on me a lot to do oh, yeah. that small Absolutely. talk. Right. When we meet people. And I didn't used to be comfortable with it. I was always nervous about what I was going to say. I didn't know if I was going to speak to them or put them off, you know. And so I just learned first, here's what I'm going to say. Here's talking, small talk 101. Learn how to smile at someone, you know, like it's very welcoming and friendly to smile. And so that's the thing. And learn how to read their body language as you're talking to them. Because if you're talking about something that's awkward, first of all, I don't ever talk about politics. I don't talk about religion. It would be awkward. Like if I met someone for the first time and smiled, so are you vaccinated? <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, why would you even start with that? I, I've, I've, I've heard that happen though. Mm. I've, I've been in, and I'm sorry, I'm stuttering, but I've seen that happen really? and go down. And I was like, Wow. wow. And even more so like what? So I typically ask this question at the beginning of, you know, getting to know someone. What party do you go with? Are you on the right or on the left? And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, that's not. Yeah. Not a good idea yeah. for small talk. And, 
you know, usually people have small talk. I mean, it could be because they're bored, so they've got to sit in the same place at the same time for a while, so why not have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Well, why would you intentionally start a conversation that's going to get heightened with a person you don't know in a in a space that you have to share for a while? Like, just not, just not wise. I use small talk a lot, too, um, not just when I'm meeting potential business partners for the first time, but like if I'm about to be in a meeting or I'm at a friend's party and there's people there that I don't know, um, I always like to see, can I connect within a couple minutes? You know, and if I don't, and if I say something that was off, I just learn from it and say, okay, next time, I'm not going to do that. Right, right. You I know? typically, I'm pretty quiet when I first meet people yeah. and I let them do most of the talking. That way, you know, I don't feel like I'm invading their personal space. I mean, I'm a talker. You know that. But Mm -hmm. just not with new people. Right. More because of my insecurities and fears of what they may think about me. And Mm -hmm. I'm not insecure about a lot of things, but I don't want to just impose. And and people are like, oh, my gosh, would he just be quiet? And it, But see, that's interesting because then that brings up first impression. When you're quiet and observant, what impression are you giving other people? And I'm going somewhere with this because I'm the same way. My natural preference, especially in a big crowd, is to sit back, observe, and then know how to proceed. There are times when I don't have that as an opportunity and I've just got to, you know, connect and have that small conversation just to get things going. But as people, when they've met me and I've sat back and just observed, um, they either think, obviously, that I'm quiet, there's not much there, or I'm not friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, I know when people have first met you and you're quietly observing, people have wondered, like, how the heck is Jen married <laughs> to him? Like, because she's so like this and he's so quiet. And they, I, no one has ever told me, of course, maybe because I'm your wife, that they think you're mean, but they just think, whoa, he's so quiet and chilled, you know, like, what does that look like for you kind of thing? So the thing I love about you, though, I've always said this is people, you can get to know me within the first few minutes. I'm so open and so who I am upon first meeting. I've learned to pull back, though, big time on that. With you, you're like the gift that keeps giving, Oh my. Well, no, thank I'm you. serious because people talk to you and then they get one layer of you. And then as you get to know them and you're comfortable, you show them another layer, you know? And so people are like, I had no idea he was so funny. I had no idea that he just liked to dance around and act like a goofball. You know, that's privileged uh, time with Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone gets that. That's for sure. Very, very true. Um, but I must say this while we're, you know, giving these tidbits of how we get down with mm-hmm. our communication. Um, that's typically in a personal communication. If it's business, I'm much more active in the conversation. I'm much more open with, you know, who I am and what, right. what you know, I'm tr- what point I'm trying to get across. I, I want to say this as we uh, continue into this um, conversation, communication, it's really important to know when to not talk though sometimes people just keep talking and Mm -hmm. they may even talk themselves out of something good or into something very bad 
And so <laughs> we have to learn as individuals when to not talk and when to keep our mouths shut. Oh, man, that is words of wisdom right there. I've been in many situations. And it's funny because we just had a conversation about this a day or two ago when we've been in very critical situations um, or scenarios and just being quiet actually speaks enough. For oh you. yeah. First of all, there are some people that you know will say too much. So you really should just sit back and let it unfold. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to chime in or get in there. And then to silence, some people are not comfortable with it. I didn't used to be. If I was having a conversation or if I was just sitting there with someone and it was absolutely quiet, what was my first question? What's wrong? Yeah, like, what's going on? What's wrong? Why are you so quiet? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I'm thinking. <laughs> right? I'm processing. <laughs> absolutely. So we're talking about small talk. We're talking about how talking includes not talking because it's that message right and sometimes when you're trying to connect with someone and they're talking about what they're going through what people really need at that point is just for someone to listen and to acknowledge what they're going through yeah and we've all heard that sometimes people just want to be heard yeah sometimes people don't want advice Mm -mm. sometimes people don't want your opinion right my, my thing is, and this is crucial for me and my communication, you don't want me to talk right after you finish talking because that means I haven't been listening and I've just been waiting to say what I want to say. That's just me personally. I'm not saying anybody else mm-hmm. does that. So that's why I take the time to be quiet for a few minutes and think and process. And then mm-hmm. I'm ready to give a, a reasonable, rational answer opposed to just vomiting whatever comes out of my mind. That's just horrible. I don't like that. Right, right. I was just reminded of something when I was talking about being awkward or feeling uncomfortable with silence before. Mm-hmm. We'll I'll do that like at a team huddle, right? Because you've got 15 minutes, 20 minutes to hear from the team. And so I pose a question or a thought and there's no response. And for someone like me before, I'm like, okay, I know it's early in the morning. Are they disengaged? Did I not make sense? Do they not want to share? Are they having a bad time with me? So all these questions come into play. It's quite crazy. So here's my tip for people who are working with teams. Ask the question, get your thought across, revisit it later. Like it doesn't need to happen right then and there. This is what we've always said. If it's not a matter of life and death, if no one's going to die over this, you just don't need to have answers in a decision at that moment. Right. Let it set in. And then now we're talking about being mindful and thinking about things before responding. Cause who knows? You might have rocked their world and they're like, I haven't heard that question right. before. I, I don't know what I think exactly. about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking to someone and they don't respond, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Follow up later. All right. I want to talk about the gift of gab. Okay. And uh, I always wondered. You have it. That it's a gift. Because I was just going to say, is gabbing good? Sometimes it is. Define gabbing. I'll tell you if it's a gift or not. Knowing how to talk appropriately in the appropriate situation. 
knowing how to make someone feel comfortable to speak to you. There's a lot of people that have conversations, but they don't know how to make the person feel comfortable. Mm. And so they don't know how to respond or they're slow to respond. You have that gift where you can speak to people and they automatically feel comfortable. They begin to relate to you. The story that you're telling makes sense to them and they begin to apply it to their lives. Got it. So that's the gift of gab. I get it. I Because I think the person who used this phrase a lot, the way I saw him was just that he talked so much and no one could get a word in edgewise. And he thought he was so funny and smooth and so witty and I just didn't see it. So I always registered gift of gab as something I didn't want to have. Right. And a lot of people think because you talk like a used car salesman, that that's the gift of gab. That's um, that's a whole nother ball of wax for me. I, and I can go into what I think it is, but I, I don't think that's the gift of gab at all. Okay. So I'll take it as a compliment. Sure. I would. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what else do you want to talk about, Corey, as we end this episode and we're talking about talking? How about impromptu talking? Well, okay. I like that. Impromptu talking reminds me of what we talked about with how to text and email. You, there's always a proper way to start and there's always a proper way to end. And in the same way with talking, there's a proper way to start talking. And if you're being impromptu, you don't want to just walk up and say, hey, so what do you think about? And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Good morning. How are you? You know, and if you don't know the person, you want to do some kind of introduction. But especially if you know the person, you, you want them to ease into the conversation, especially, like I said, if it's impromptu. Right. Ease on down the road. Ease on down. So my wrap up, my my takeaway in all of this is I think we've established that when people speak or talk to one another, it's could be the objective to be heard, to want to hear people, and it's to connect, right? Uh, one thing I've learned through those kind of objectives and wanting to create a relationship and a connection is what we've said, just sometimes listening is enough. It says more than words could ever speak. And also, I find that when you talk about yourself incessantly, that's one way to really not make a connection. So I encourage people as you're learning how to do small talks or impromptu speak, don't let you be the focus. I've met people who are all about themselves and you will lose your, you know, the person that you're talking to show an interest in the person you're talking with. Very true. I, I like it. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm I'm listening to you and, and you just hit the nail on the head. So, so for you that don't know, Jen was like, do you have anything? No. I mean, that's perfect. That was a, a good wrap up to a wonderful conversation. Okay. Well, I hope we've served our purpose here. Uh, Next week, we'll be talking more about Communication 101. Thanks for sharing your feedback with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have anything specific that you'd like us to bring up, we'd love to do that. So until then, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.
every 